Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I was telling Pastor Chimber back in the sacristy, I'm one lucky guy because I get to talk about stumps tonight. Yeah, that's a real big topic. But I thought you'd want to know that I got, I woke up in the middle of the night a couple nights ago, and so at 2 a.m. I googled stumps, okay? And you would be surprised how much stuff there is on Amazon that you can buy concerning stumps, okay? Especially if you want to order from North Dakota. Um, you can spend 200 bucks in the flash of an eye. Okay, I was thinking about stumps, and it reminded me of being a little boy in Wisconsin, because almost every weekend we would go up to my grandparents' house. They live in a little town called Granville. And on the side of their house, they had a big old stump. And the cousins, when we'd all get together, that stump was go free. When we would play tag, if you could get to the stump, you were free and nobody could tag you. My father told me that when he was seven years old, a lightning bolt hit that chestnut tree that was there and took it down. And so that was one old stump. Now, I've been thinking on this sermon a little bit, and so as I've been out visiting people, I've been noticing who amongst you has stumps in your yard. Yeah, quit looking at each other like that. And who doesn't? And what I found out was as I was talking to people is some people go, oh, yeah, we're going to, in the spring, we're going to have that thing ground out and we're going to plant another tree there. And others of you just pretend it's not there. Okay, you just, you don't want to even acknowledge the stump. Now, we're in Isaiah tonight, Isaiah 11, the stump of Jesse. Now, what could that be? We, we know from what we've already heard and what it says in the bulletin that Jesse was the father of King David. But the imagery, and this is the only, I want to thank Russ Bramara for helping me find this slide tonight. This is the only slide we're going to show you. Okay, so you need to look at the stump all night long. But the imagery is that of a kingdom that is dead. Dead as a tree stump. It's devastated. It serves no use. People pay no attention to it. And all is lost until the impossible happens. And the impossible is that a shoot grows forth from that stump. I hope you hear this word of hope tonight, that in the absolute deadness of your life in mine, God can restore us. God can recreate us. God can fill us with hope for the people that we are. Now, only liturgical buffs would ever realize that at least the first and second lesson tonight are from Advent, okay? Um, that's where we really hear the tree of Jesse stuff is in Advent. 
I'll remind you, Advent's that, ser- that season between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, where we say there's only 15 shopping days left till Christmas and everybody goes their merry way, that's Advent. Because Advent is Mary and Joseph, no-name people, traveling to be taxed. Advent is a no-name town called Bethlehem. Advent is no-name people coming to visit this mother and her baby. Advent is no name, no count. It doesn't matter until God says it does to me. Because everybody can say, oh, Advent, no name, no nothing. But God knows he's bringing his son forth. And so do the angels. And that's where we take off tonight, is that all of a sudden we find ourselves in the middle of Lent. And it's not a no-name baby anymore with no-name parents. It's Jesus getting ready to go the way of the cross. Jesus, the shoot from Jesse's stump. It's Jesus who says, I love you, and I can recreate you, and I can restore you for life everlasting. That's a pretty good promise. Now, I had to smile because um, Fat Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday, okay? And you know why they call it Fat Tuesday? It's because you had to eat all the good stuff out of your house and drink all the good stuff in your house on Fat Tuesday so that you could be ready for Ash Wednesday. And somehow, I'm not sure where the business about eating pancakes came from, but you're Supposed to also eat pancakes on Fat Tuesday. But anyhow, I'm walking through Sam's Club, okay? And I'm just kind of walking down the aisle, you know, and I always go with a shopping list for fear I'm going to buy stuff I don't need. And the Easter bunnies are out, the stuffed ones and the chocolate ones. The Easter candy is out. The Easter baskets are out. The Easter decorations are out. You can buy plastic eggs. The dresses are out. All the Easter's out. Oh, in case you're interested, you can also get your lawn and patio furniture now. You know, and just kind of lay it away. Or if you need a new grill, you can do that too. Do you think I could find any sign of Lent? in that Sam's Club, nothing, nothing at all. Because Lent is not marketable. I mean, who wants to hear about some guy going the way of the cross to give himself so that we can be restored, so that we can have life? And that, you know, you ask somebody, what's Lent? And they'll tell you, oh, man, that's that time where you can't eat, you can't drink, you know. It's horrible, but we miss the whole point. Lent is for us to grow spiritually. It's not meant to punish us. So let's, take a, let's do a little spring housekeeping tonight, okay? It's actually a kind of nice day today. What kind of dead wood 
do we have in our lives? And we've all got it. You know, parts of us that just aren't alive to Jesus Christ. And let, let me help you out here. When you get to Easter this year, what do you want to have changed in your life? Anything? You know, I counted up, and I think there's about 25 days left until Easter Sunday. So what could we, you know, and give up is the wrong connotation because you think I'm going to make you give up something you really like, but what can we modify? What can we change? What can we do that on Easter Sunday and thereafter, you know, and I add the thereafter because we act like this is a goal and then we're done with it. What can we change in our lives to grow closer to Jesus Christ? Let me give you a couple ideas. You know, you'd be disappointed if I didn't have ideas for you. How about giving up a grudge? Not you people, but I thought maybe, you know, you'd see somebody else who's a member of the church and you could tell them about this. You know, give up, a, give up the big fat one that you've been feeding on your whole life. You know, that grudge against the ex-wife or the ex-husband or the boss or your kids or your grandkids who don't talk to you. Set the captives free. Set them free in your heart. You know, you may not, we, and we all have people we have no feelings for, but God still loves them. And what a chance for us to pray for them and to ask him to make us alive, to let us grow out of the dead wood in our hearts. How about give a compliment, a smile, give ear to another person, or here's one, make a list of all the people who've sacrificed for you. And they can be alive or dead. But then I want you to ask yourself, who do you need to sacrifice for? And do it. Oh, okay, I got more ideas. Give up doubt, gossip, complaining, and my favorite, whining. Give it all up. It doesn't do anything for us. And get reacquainted with God. How about that? I bet you didn't know this, but God loves you more than your grandma did. And he loves you as is, just as you are right now. And maybe we can also give up regrets. You know, all the things that we wish we could redo and maybe instead make amends and figure out how we can help other people heal. And how about give the words, I forgive you, I love you, I care about you. Give those words a chance to touch the life of someone else. And I'll give you one last one, then I'll stop. Lighten up on yourself. I mean, we all beat ourselves up in some way, okay? 
your age, your weight, the choices you make, whatever it is for you, Jesus loves you, and he wants to grow in your life. Burns Auto Body is a garage in Bay Village, Ohio. And it's owned by a guy named Rick Burns, who bought that garage from his dad 10 years ago. It's the only gas station in town. So he's got a big-time captive audience. A young man in town, his name is Brian. He's 37 years old, and he lives with his mother. Brian has a noticeable limp. Matter of fact, he has cerebral palsy. So he has a horrible time with muscle control. And Rick worries about him whenever he sees Brian trying to cross the street in this little town. Now, everybody in town knows that Brian has a job, that three days a week he goes to City Hall and he works three hours a day and he empties the garbage cans and he restocks the restrooms And most importantly, he refills the candy machines. And that's Brian's job. Rick had a stump of Jesse moment when he realized that we can all bring the life of Jesus to somebody else, to the dead wood in their lives. You see, Brian's mom came in one day to the gas station to get an oil change. And she had Brian in the front seat. And Rick Rick thought he's got an idea. So he pulls mom aside and talks to her. And mom says yes. And Rick went and put an ad in the village newspaper. You know, it's one of those deals like the Paxton Record. It's all of four pages And his ad said, Burns Auto wants to trick out a trike for Brian. And you know what? There was no address, no phone number, no email address. All there was was a coffee can, a Folgers coffee can. On the counter, it burns auto. In three weeks, they had raised $250. And Rick went and bought a cobalt blue Schwinn trike for Brian. And you know how it goes in a small community. Everybody knew about it. And the police came and gave them reflectors and lights. And people brought things like a helmet and clothes for Brian to wear. And the root of Jesse grew into the life of other people. And Brian's mom sent a thank you note. And it said, life is not 
the number of breaths you take. Life is the number of moments that take your breath away. That can, and that's over a year now, the Folgers coffee can still sits on the counter at Burns Auto. They've collected over $1,400. It's bought hospital beds, wheelchairs, a couple more trikes, crutches, paid for medication. It's taken care of people as the root of Jesse grows. So, Lamp, man, we're halfway through it. Can you believe it? There's hardly enough time left to make any changes, huh? Yeah, there's always every day to grow in Jesus, to look at the dead wood, and to know that Jesus Christ is alive, loves us, and will rise again for us. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, Keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.